0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday. And I actually know the day today. It is May 13th. I looked before I started, before I leapt today. And uh, um, so today, my friends, we celebrate a uh, holy day of obligation. Our, our universal church does, it's the Feast of the Ascension. However, here, uh, in, in the United States, in most dioceses, the bishops have pushed that uh, feast day to Sunday, uh, and so I won't be reading the Ascension readings today because we're going to hear those on Sunday, and that's when we celebrate our feast day. Again, in most dioceses in the United States. So I am going to read the uh, the Thursday of the sixth week of Easter, those uh, the gospel for today. But also today, because it's May thirteenth, it just happens to fall on Ascension Day and what, you know, all these kind of things going on, it is also Our Lady of Fatima. So I'm going to speak just briefly about that as well today. So uh, let's read the Gospel. We are going to continue through John, chapter sixteen. Uh, Again, sequentially, we're going to pick up right where we left off yesterday. Another short gospel today, John 16, 16 to 20. So let's uh, break open God's word together here. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, a little while and you will no longer see me. And again, a little while later and you will see me. So some of his disciples said to one another, What does this mean that he is saying to us? A little while and you will not see me. And again, a little while and you will see me. And because I am going to the Father. So they said, What is this little while of which he speaks? We do not know what he means. Jesus knew that they wanted to, that they wanted to ask him. So he said to them, Are you discussing with one another what I said? A little while and you will not see me, and again a little while and you will see me? Amen, amen, I say to you. You will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I love that ending, and I, and I won't speak long about this ending, but I just think it's so important. Amen, amen, I say to you. He doesn't really ask, answer the question, does he? Because they're saying, what are you, what are you speaking of, uh, of this little while, and, and you'll see me in a little while later, you won't, and then you'll see me again. What, what is he talking about? And you're going to go to the Father, blah, blah, blah. And, and he says, are you discussing with one another what I said? A little while, and you will not see me, and again a little while, and you will see me see me. He doesn't come out and say, well, here's what I mean, you guys. Here's what I mean. You know, the, the, the uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be put on a cross tomorrow, and I'm going to die. But, but don't worry, because Easter Sunday is, you know, only a few days away, and, and, and that resurrection, so you're going to see me again. Sometimes I think, God, why don't you just make this clear to me? It would be so much easier if you just put this on a billboard, or if you clearly answered the question. But he does answer the question but just in a way that is not directly answering the question. So again, it invites them into that place of faith. They have to walk forward trusting his word. He doesn't say how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen, what it's going to look like, the, you know, the things that we want in order to, to, to walk. But again, that's not walking by faith. That's walking by certainty. That's walking by knowledge. He's saying walk by faith. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to weep and mourn while the world rejoices. And when he says world, he doesn't mean the populations doesn't mean everybody. doesn't mean, of course, creation. He, he, he's talking about the systems. while the Roman Empire, the systems and the leadership of the the Jewish you know temple area, they're the ones that are going to insti- institute this. They're going to rejoice at what they've done, the power that they have wielded. You know he doesn't again say it that specifically but you're going to weep while others rejoice. You're going to grieve, but that grief is going to become joy. Why? Because grief isn't the end. We've talked about that. Again, this isn't really what I'm meaning to talk about today, so forgive the diatribe, but grief is never the end. If that's what you are experiencing today, let me give you a word of hope and and, and forgive me. Let I'm not going to give you a word of hope. Allow Jesus to give you a word of hope. You will weep and mourn while others may smirk at you and smile and enjoy the fact that you're down because it's about power and they have won and you have lost, seemingly. You will grieve, but that grief you're experiencing, that's not the end because Good Friday isn't the end. Your grief will become joy in a way you do not expect, at a time you do not expect. Jesus could have been very specific with what he answered here, but he didn't. And so let that specificity, I'm glad that he wasn't, in a sense, because what he says is universal now for us, too, and it is just as true. There are moments we are going to grieve, and others will enjoy our grief, and we will feel alone, We will feel isolated, and we will feel uh, downtrodden. But you know what? That, That grief will turn to joy in a way at a time, in a place unexpected. That's where this is going. That's where this is going. We've been promised because we see the pattern here. So what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about this first part. A little while and you will no longer see me. And again, a little while later, and you will see me. (laughs) I mean, that's the story of my life. I I don't see things right in front of me, and and I'm I'm missing it. And so, again, I love the fact, my friends, that you and I can see ourselves in the cluelessness. and, And really... He is speaking in, in, in metaphors and speaking in generalities here and so it, if, if I would have been there if you would have been there I I'm certain we wouldn't have known any more than, than they do so I don't want to don't want to laugh at their expense mm-hmm. but but I I really do I mean we can see ourselves in this grayness in this cloudiness in that you know I wish you could spe- speak more clearly on on what you're trying to say. But I like what he's saying here in a little while, you will no longer see me. And again, a little while later, and you will see me. And when I was praying over that this morning and just pondering it and just uh, kind of chewing on on that metaphor, prayer life is what came to my mind um, and uh and and I think of, you know, how is your prayer life today? How is my prayer life today? Have the uh the, the tools of prayer that you have used, that I use now, currently, are they still producing fruit? Or have you have you run into a time in your life where you feel like, boy, I feel that distance between me and God. It it just feels to be there more. And 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 the prayer that I'm using, it doesn't seem to, to bridge that. Um and I think that is true for all of us universally, right? I think we go through seasons of our life when we feel very close to God, when that Holy Spirit's presence fills our life. And we not only believe that in our head, we feel it in our gut, we feel it in our heart, we feel it in our limbs, where we know that closeness. Again, I'll use the metaphor I use a lot, but God is as close as our next breath. We feel it in our very marrow and our bones, We know God is close, but I think we also just as, as often perhaps go through those seasons where God feels distant to us. We feel dry. We feel like we're in a desert. We feel like we are, um, we are, are longing for water, but, but we're not being satiated. We're not being filled. We're, 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 we're distant. We're absent and, and I think that, that may not have been what Jesus is saying here, but I think it is true to what is going on. A little while, and you will no longer see me. But that's not the end of it. That season isn't the only season. A little while later, and you will see me. And I don't know why God does that. I, and and I, again, in God's wisdom and, and uh, goodness, I am certain there, there are good reasons for that. I think of Mother Teresa, you know how, uh, when she was on the train, was it to Darjeeling, and and she had that incredible uh, mystical experience of of the the nearness of God, and not only that God was real, who God was, but what God was inviting her to. And then, that that experience ended, and as we know now, of course. That nearness never presented itself again. In fact, she felt the opposite. She felt a great emptiness the rest of her life. But that doesn't mean, well, that was just a figment of her imagination. It was the sauerkraut she ate on the, on the trip. Did I have sauerkraut in India? I don't know the answer to that. Um, but uh, that, that she didn't question God the rest of her life, and she lived many, many more years. It was just somehow... Um, that experience was enough. That's all she needed. And she walked the rest of her life based on that one experience. You know, we, we know that, that on the mountaintop was the transfiguration. That's where, where Jesus invited Peter, James, and John. And on the mountaintop is where Moses encountered God and the commandments were given. But, but life isn't lived on the mountaintop. It is lived in the valley. And in a place where we may feel again, because we we say that mountaintop is where we're closer to God. Life is lived down at the bottom of the mountain, in the base of the mountain, in the valley, and and where we may not feel close. But the God says that's okay, because you don't need to chase that feeling. And and I think that's something that's important to us to distinguish. Then in our prayer life, my friends. If, if what we're praying and what we need to feel close to God is that feeling of being close to God, um, I think God does us a favor sometimes of, of allowing that feeling to be absent. Because then we're chasing a feeling. Then we're chasing a sense that needs to be filled and satiated, to use that word again, Um, in order to feel that closeness to God. God is no less close to us when we're not feeling it. God was no less close to Mother Teresa the rest of her life. She just didn't experience that within her. My friends, God may feel absent from you today. God may feel distant. You may not feel the experience or the closeness of God, but none of that, none of that means that God is any less close. John of the cross called this the dark night of the soul. Again, I don't know why God does that. I know there are times, and I'll use a metaphor that is, is woefully uh, falls short of God, but, but there are times we need to take the hand of our children and help them to walk, right? And, and they enjoy that feeling of nearness because it gives them security. But there's also a time when we need to uh, take away that grasp and, and allow them to walk on their own in order to strengthen them. No, I don't think God uh, takes that away and, and absence himself from them. And so I think that's where this metaphor falls short. God is always right there within and, 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 and near us, but we don't feel that, but yet it does strengthen us because I know we can't do anything apart from God, nor should we try, but there are moments, brothers and sisters, that we feel that presence in moments we don't. And that's okay, because you know what? A little while, and you will no longer see me. A little while, and I'm going to feel absent and distant, but that's not the end. Because a little while later, you will see me. We go through seasons. What is that season like today? Is it close? Praise God for that closeness. Praise God, and enjoy it, and, and, and eat it up, and, and praise God and thank Him thank God for that moment. But don't chase the feeling. Just thank God for the the, the, the nearness that, that you are experiencing. But if God is absent today, thank God for that too. Because there's something within that, that God is inviting us to maybe not chase... Um, that that need that we have to feel like God's close, but God's inviting us to, to know that, not just in our head, but in our gut, that God's closeness is no less close today. Maybe God's inviting us to a new way of prayer if we're feeling empty, and that's okay too. Or maybe it's simply a season that we ride through, but we trust that God is present. Sometimes he allows us to see that presence and experience it. Sometimes he doesn't but we always walk with him, always. If you're experiencing a dark night, and maybe you wouldn't equate it as that, but maybe you're experiencing that dark night of the soul, remember, remember, God is there. There is nowhere that God can be. Where can I run from God's love? Read Psalm 139 today. If I climb to the heavens, you are there. If I make my my bed in the depths, you are there from me. You are there with me, if I, even if I can't see you. Let's talk real quick about uh, Our Lady of Fatima on this day in 1917, May 13th. Uh, Mary, in God's goodness, using again a tool uh, to bring us closer to to uh, Christ, and and what better tool, of course, than Mary? Uh, Mary appears to three children in uh, in uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Fatima or Fatima. I've heard it both ways. Um, about 110 miles north of Lisbon in Spain. And this is a young boy and girl, brother and sister, and their cousin. And uh, Mary appears to them uh, uh, in these visions for five months, from May 13th to October 13th, inviting us to pray for the conversion of Russia, for the conversion of sinners, for the end of World War I, that we would uh, grow closer uh, to, uh, to Christ. Again, God will use any tool we're open to using to become closer. And so, again, I bring that back to that whole idea of prayer. If, uh, if what you're using today, uh, maybe it's run its course. Maybe that season is over. Try something new. That's okay. That's okay. Maybe that's what God's inviting us to. And if that doesn't feel right, if it feels like the Spirit's saying, Nope, stay where you are, stay where you are, using the tools you are, that's okay too, but there's nothing God cannot and will not use to invite us closer to this relationship, uh, including his blessed mother. Uh, and, um, and those two young brother and sister, they would be dead within two or three years. Uh, the, the cousin would live uh, into the 21st century, amazingly enough. I don't know what God has for us, and neither do you. But he walks with us, always. And his nearness cannot be overexpressed, um, even if we can't see it or feel it uh, in a manner today which we used to. Don't shame yourself today. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt God. Mother Teresa didn't. It served her for the rest of her life. We can walk today without that hand as well, if uh, if that's where we are. Uh, even though we know that hand is right there. All right, I've I've droned on long enough. Let's pray. Let's bring it to prayer again, knowing our God hears every bit of what's going on, uh, and uh, and let's trust His answers are the best ones. And so we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth joyful mystery: the presentation in the temple. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. And even that last prayer where we said, O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, that one that we do every day, that comes from Fatima. That comes from today. So uh, we praise and thank God uh, for God's continuing presence and gift uh, and nearness to us this day. God's peace, my friends.